Hey, 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 folks, Pastor Josh here. Hey, how's it going? Hope all is well with you today. We are going to be doing church from home today. The roads are pretty icy, so I want to do church from home today, and I want to uh, work on that with you and um, do, do our church services today live on YouTube, Facebook, and all that good stuff. All right. God bless you. God be with you today and God minister to you by your holy by his holy spirit. Amen. He's a good God. He's a, he's a he blesses us each and every day. He's a good God. So good to see you today. If you're watching from the video say howdy duty or how you doing? I'll give you a shout out in the video and we'll go from there. All right. Good to see you today. God bless you. Any, any prayer requests or praise reports today? Any prayer requests or praise reports today? I would love to, uh, I would love to um, be with you today and to be able to uh, pray with you and to um, minister to you today. Anybody have any prayer requests or praise reports if you share the prayer requests and the praise reports, I will more than likely share them on the uh, screen here so people can pray. We do have some uh, praise reports, uh, prayer requests also from last week on the prayer list. I'll get that together for you. Uh, I have a list here, this week's list. From, that would be handing out today if you were part of our congregation. And uh, I will I will be putting that out there for you. I'll be talking about some of these things. All right. Um, some one of the, some of the things we're going to be talking about today uh, in church uh, for the church service portion of this video or this this stream is. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. When we're looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 6 today, we're going to be going through that and, and allowing God to minister to us through that. Amen. Um, some of the things we are looking at today. While we're while you're um, getting on, I'm going to go ahead and roust some people out. And then I will be doing some things. Um, if you want to have uh, access to some of the things we're doing in the church. We do have a Discord server. I'll put the link to that in the, in the description or in the comments section. Um, if you need anything, um, if you need anything like that, it's there. Our calendar, just so you know, our calendar now is going to be on the Facebook group. It's going to be on the Facebook group. It's going to be on the bottom of the page of the Westminster Shorter Catechism that we hand out every month. It's going to be there. We didn't do that. Um, we didn't have it on there this month because I was trying to figure out how to do that. Um, so that's how that's going to be for on paper. And then it's going to also be in the Facebook group page, Clayton Valley United Brethren Facebook group page that's going to be there as well. It's going to be a file, I believe. I'm checking things just as we're going through here. It's going to be, I believe it's going to be a file. 
Yes, it's a PDF file that you can download to your computer and you could have it. And I, what I would do is I would take these and I would write them on your wall calendar you have at home. Uh, if, if you just joined me, I'm talking about the, the calendars. Now, we're, we're not doing paper calendars anymore. I printed calendars for a year. And so we're not doing that because it's the the thing that I was using. They want to they want to pay for it now. So I'm not going to pay seven seven dollars a month for something I print only once a month. So they are going to be on the bottom of the um, on the bottom of the Westminster Shorter Catechism uh, for paper form. The the calendar dates that you can write on your calendar at home, and they're also going to be in a printout form, a PDF form on the group page. Clayton United Brethren group page every month. So, and it's there. If you've seen it, then print it out and write those numbers, write, write those things on your calendar. Uh, that is, that is one of the changes that we've done. Um, trying to think what else has gone on for 2022 so far. Today would have been our de-decoration party and potluck, but doing, doing uh, this at home is due to uh, icy roads Roads are extremely icy, um, very treacherous out there this morning when I was checking roads. So that's the reason we're doing this this way today. So um, if you're wondering why, that's why. If you are on the Facebook, my Facebook profile page, not the not the page, the YouTube channel or the Claytonville United Brethren, um, Claytonville United Brethren fan page your comments cannot be seen. So what I would want you to do if you're on there, just um, text me um, through Facebook your prayer requests and I'll get those. Or you can switch over to one of the other fan pages and your comments will come up on screen. So that's what we're doing today. And I've got something through my Facebook app, so I will look at it and see what... Uh, we're doing today. Cheryl, Cheryl has been on. We are on Cheryl. If you want to watch, uh, we are on live right now. I'm going to send you a message where to find us. All right. I'm going to send you a message where to find us really quick. Sorry, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm typing, sending someone an email. So sorry about that. But anyway, prayer requests, praise reports. If you have any right now, go ahead and type those in while we are, while I'm typing this up. And um, you will be, I will put that in there for you, on the on the on the uh, screen if 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 that's acceptable. Um, sorry about this, folks. Like I said, if you are watching on the Facebook profile page, your comments will not come up. So you can, you can, I have my phone here. 
you can just send me a messenger message for prayer requests if you're on that page. If you if you want to switch over, we're also on the Claytonville United Brethren group, not group, um, fan page or business page, and also on YouTube at uh, Stepping Stones of Faith. So that's where we are right now. So prayer requests and praise reports that we have here for the week of January 9th. Um, Shannon Bale, who was in our church a couple years ago to itinerate for missions. He is back in the States for a few years or a couple years, maybe a year or two years, something like that to itinerate, to go back to Botswana. Uh, he had some issues with, um, he was ill, couldn't get back. And so now he's back and everything's good with him. So praise God for that. Um, we have some, um, prayer requests for provision for uh, the Stevie family, the loss of Lynette Stevie. Uh, we do have um, Sam Terrell is in um, nursing home right now. So pray for him. He was the pastor of Claytonville United Brethren before I was. So pray for him. Uh, ben Light uh, is getting married and he'll be moving around to the Peoria area. So pray that things are doing going to be going well in that situation. And Sean and Annette McMillan will be moving to Florida if they're not already there. So praise God for that. We'll be praying for those with cancer. Just so you know, um, Marcy Stone, a uh, pastor friend of mine's wife, uh, she has brain cancer. So pray for her. She just, she stopped her, um, she stopped her, um, not her chemo, but her radiation. They're going to wait a while and see how things are looking and find the best course of action after that. So uh, pray for her. Also pray for uh, congregation member Ruth. Her her um, her eyes and her breathing situation. She's got some some uh, eyes eye things where she can't see well. I don't know if it's macular de degeneration or cataracts, but she can't see well, and she's been having some breathing issues. So pray for Ruth. Um, pray also for uh, Crystal's mother. And um, it's a family member of Sandy and Jim. Pray for them. Uh, pray for her. Her surgery was supposed to be this week. It's got postponed now till the month of May. So <clears throat> pray that situation goes well. Um, and also Trace, son of uh, one of our congregants, has stress fractures in his feet. So, or one of his foots was one of his feet, his, his foot. So pray for him as well. All right. Ruth has le Ruth's legs also. So pray for Ruth's legs also. Yes. I'm going to write that down so I can add that to the list. Thank you, Sandy. Uh, anything else that we want to lift up before God today? Anything else we want to lift up before God today? I pray you all are doing well and everything is doing well. Jim and Sandy, thank you for being on. Um, thank you for doing, doing, bearing with me during this. I, we haven't done this for a while, so done a life thing for a while. So praise God for that. My brother, Russ, pray for him. Continue to pray for him. Um, he's slowly but surely getting better. Um, he's now out of the COVID unit in the hospital, and he's now in ICU, regular ICU. Um, 
just slowly getting better. Um, so pray for him. Uh, continue to lift him up in prayer that uh, God would touch him and would, would lift him up and, and uh, minister to him. Amen. And to the family. It's a very, very stressful situation for everyone. And everyone involved, our, our, our family, my extended, my, my immediate family, um, my wife, my kids, and my mom and my brothers and sister, very stressful, as well as his family, his daughter and his wife. It's all very, very stressful for everyone. So just pray that um, everything goes well and that uh, he continues to get better and he continues to to improve. So just, just pray for those, for that situation as well. All right. Anything else today? Anything else today? Anything else you want to lift up before God? We have about um, three minutes. So if, if you want to write something in the comments or if you want to, to do something like that, um, go ahead and do that. And uh, we will, we will um, put those on the screen if it's okay. I didn't do that with um, Sandy's comment because it was, I just mentioned it. So... So uh, anyway, yeah, um, I'm, I'm rousting some people out. If you want to know what I'm doing, I'm rousting people out. Um, let's see. All right, I got a text message. Prayer requests. Okay. Our friend Jan has a Jan her her granddaughter Allie needs prayer. Jan's granddaughter Allie needs prayer. So pray for Jan's granddaughter Allie and that uh, she would be able to um, God would heal her. Okay. Right. All right. Jan's granddaughter Allie, write that down so you can pray. Um, anything else? It's a health issue, so uh, pray for her health as well. It's a health issue. So anything else we want to pray for today? Like I said, if you have a, if you are not, if you're watching on YouTube on your TV, go ahead and text me or Facebook me if you're able to do that. Um, if you're watching on the group page, or not the group page, but the profile page, uh, the comments will not show up. So text me or instant message me on Facebook for prayer requests, and I'll get those on there. All right. Anything else? Anything else? Next Sunday, we'll, we'll be back in the building. Bearing in mind, everything is well. and We'll be back in the building. Um, the sun is shining here in Sheldon right now, so I don't know if it's going to be better or not as far as um, going to melt some of this ice off the roads. But uh, So next Sunday, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise or ice don't stack up, we'll be in the building next week. Pray for Ralph. Also, he is still home um, with uh, 
with uh, just kind of just kind of tired and weak. So pray for Ralph that God would lift him up, minister to him, and uh, touch his body, uh, as well as all the others that have, are 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 dealing with these this Ill, the illnesses of winter time and COVID and all that stuff. Uh, we all seem to be dealing with those kinds of things. So just lift 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 those that you know uh, to the Lord. And God would minister to you. So let's go before the Lord in prayer. And then we'll be heading over to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. So keep that in mind as we pray 1 Corinthians chapter 6 this morning, uh, starting with verse 1. So let's go ahead and pray and ask God to bless our time. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Father, I just pray that you would touch each and every one that's on this list this morning. Father, from the COVID patients, Lord, uh, like my brother and uh, my my brother and Ralph, Lord, both of them without COVID, but have had COVID and are dealing with the repercussions from it. Father, I pray you would touch them, you would bless them with with continued healing and wholeness that you'd minister to them by your Holy Spirit. Father, that you'd give them strength and uplift them, that you would touch them, Lord, by your Holy Spirit and give you give them strength this morning. Lord, I just pray that Ralph and Russ both would have a big turnaround today or this week and that you would touch them and bless them as well and and raise them up and, Father, and bless them by your Spirit. And, Father, we thank you for that. Be with their families. Lord, it's a difficult time. It's a difficult thing. Be with their families and minister to them and help them. Lord, just turn to you, and, and, Lord, thank you for that. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray for the family members of others that of of other people with COVID that lost loved ones. Father, I pray that you would minister to them and help them to come to you, Lord, through uh, through uh, prayer and time in the Word. Lord, help them to lean heavily upon you. In Jesus' name, Lord, we also pray for our nation. Lord, we just pray that you would turn this nation back to yourself. Father, and if COVID is a reason for that or oh, and, and an avenue for that to happen, Father, I pray that it would happen. Father, I pray for our president. Lord, I pray for his cabinet and his administration. Father, I pray you would lead and guide and direct by your Holy Spirit. And Father, that you would have your will and your way in this nation. Father, I pray for the world leadership, Lord, of this, of this world, Father, and, and specifically our governor. Lord, I pray that you would just be with all of the leadership that we are under, from the world leadership to our to our government, our our national government, and our our state government, local governments. Father, I just pray that you would just guide and direct, Lord, and that you would touch and bless their administrations with guidance and direction. And Lord, if they need their hearts to be turned to you, Father, I pray you would make a way for that to happen. And Lord, we thank you for that, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Father, we pray, Lord, for also for the Stevie family, and you, that you touch them and bless them by your Spirit. Lord, we pray that you would help them to lean heavily upon you. And Lord, we thank you for that. We pray for Sam Terrell in the in the nursing home. Father, we pray that you would touch him and bless him as well. Father, help him to heal and help him to get better and be able to go home. And Lord, we thank you for that. And we pray for Ben Light and and uh, and uh, Annette and Sean McMillan, Father, that these three individuals, Lord, although they don't know each other, or maybe they do, don't know, but Father, they're in different areas. Ben's going to Peoria, and and Annette and 
Sean are going to Florida or in Florida, maybe. So, Father, I pray you would guide and direct and minister to them and bless them by your spirit. Help them to lean heavily upon you and bless them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that Shannon is back into the states. And, Lord, I pray that you'd minister to him and give him strength in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for those that have cancer. Lord, Marcy Stone, Father, touch her and bless her by your spirit. Lord, give her strength and uplift her. Lord, help these scans when they come up for this last radiation uh, treatment session. Lord, that you would begin to shrink those that tumor or that area of her body that has cancer. And Father, you would just minister to her by your spirit and touch her and bless her in Jesus' name. And Lord, we thank you for that. We pray that you'd be with Ben and that you'd help him to to find strength in you, even though it's very difficult and he's pretty uh, pretty busy right now. Father, I pray you'd touch him and bless him by your spirit and give him strength as he ministers the word this morning. And Father, we thank you for that and we give you praise. Father, we pray, Lord, for Jan's daughter, Lord Allie, health issues going on. Father, I pray you'd touch her and bless her by your spirit. Father, I pray you would touch her and Lord, you'd heal her body in Jesus' name and, and ease the Ease the the um, the worry in Jan's heart and ease the worry in Allie's heart and just bless them in Jesus' name. Be with Ruth and her the situation she has, Lord, the her eyes and her breathing and her legs and all these things. Father, I pray you administer to her by your spirit and give her strength today. Help her to have any not have any issues, but Lord, minister to her. And Lord, we thank you for that. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, Lord, we just ask that you would also be with uh, Trace and these stress fractures in his leg and his foot, not his legs, his foot. Pray that you'd touch him and bless him with healing and wholeness in Jesus' name. And Lord, we give you praise and give you glory. And all those gathered in the comment section said, Amen and Amen. All right. Good to see everybody today. God bless you for tuning in. It is the second week of 2022. Have you started a Bible reading program yet? Have you started one? We are doing one. We have them in the church. We have uh, the Discipleship Journal's reading Bible reading plan. We did that last year in my family. That's available in the church if you want one. You can also do it on you on the YouVersion app. But also, we are doing one now called the McShane's Bible Reading Plan. It's really good. Um, it's four chapters a day, four complete chapters a day. Very, very good. You can use that one. That is also on the YouVersion Bible app. Also, it is on paper form if you want to print it out. So it is there. So how is that going for you? Are you doing Bible reading this year? I pray that you are. Um, pray that you are. I'm going to be doing something a little different this year. I haven't started it yet. Um, because we got, I got a little bit late and probably going to start it today. Um, that's prayer journaling. Uh, I have a journal that I was given for Christmas this year. I'm going to try to, to make it a habit to journal, uh, in my prayer journal and to, um, and to, uh, allow God to minister to, to, um, to me through that. Also, if there's anything else you would like to share, take some time to do that. While I am, while you're doing that, I'm going to go ahead and get to my scripture. Our scripture today is 1 Corinthians <clears throat> chapter 6. 
starting in verse one. Like I said, if we're, if I'm reading and something comes to your heart about prayer, go ahead and put it in the comment section and then we can, I can add it to the sheet and then uh, we can go from there. Now, remember we're going into the study here. Remember in chapter five, we did chapter five last week, Paul had been basically um, scolding the Corinthians for their actions of hanging out with people that were sexually sexually immoral not only not only just gentiles but within the church there was sexually immoral people that they were partaking into things with and paul went into this whole chapter of how that is wrong and how that is um how that is a difficult situation when you're a believer because it sends confusion now, he is not saying, now this is what I want, I made clear last week, I want to make clear this week. He is not saying that we are not to minister to those in that kind of lifestyle. He is not saying we shouldn't minister to those. But what he is saying is, as believers, we are to stand firm in our beliefs. And we are to minister without taking part. Uh, because it, it can rub off. It can rub off on you. It can can start to do things to you and change the way you view things. So he has been he has been dealing with that in chapter five. He continues that way in chapter six. There's more things going on. Um, this, this is a short section. It's um, eleven verses, and it is um, talking about going to the law before unbelievers. So basically, um, the gist of it is, and we'll go into it, is um, if we're Christians, we should not take others to court kind of thing. But we will go into that, and we will look at that today. So chapter 6, starting in verse 1 of 1 Corinthians. Dare any of you, having a matter against, against another, go to the law before the un un unrighteous and not before the saints? So right off the bat, I'm just going to read these and comment because this is something right off the bat that Paul is saying. So he's basically saying, how dare any of you having a matter between two people, each other, basically, go to the law before the un unrighteous and not before the saints. So there is a there is a a formula set set up where if you had an issue with a brother, you went to the, 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 the priest and brought it before the priest. You went, you went basically to, to that brother by yourself. And if he did not change, then you went and there was three witnesses went with you. And if they did not change, then there was a decision made whether they were to not be part of the group anymore or if, or if they changed their, their ways, they were, they were then restored into the group. He's basically saying here that how dare you go not using that, but going to the unrighteous courts in order to settle the matter. Okay. It's dare, dare any of you having a matter against another, go to the law before, go to the law before the unrighteous and not before the saints. One of the things that the reason he's saying this is because the unrighteous laws or the 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 the, the unrighteous people and their law system is not what god set up in the scripture um 
they 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 don't know how to decipher the scripture they don't know how to decipher the 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 law properly as a christian would or as someone you know believing and following the scripture would would know how to do that so he's basically saying there he says do do you not know in verse 2 do you not know that the saints will judge the world and the world will be judged by you so in other words don't judge don't let them judge you you're going to be judging them okay now this is a uh, this is talking about the day of the Lord. This is talking about when things come to pass, when the Lord comes back. We're going to be part of we're going to be part of the judgment in the last days. And he says, he says in verse three, "Do you not know that we sh that we shall judge angels? How much more the the things that pertain to this life? If then you have judgments dealing with." matters of the of this life do you appoint as judges those who who are least esteemed in the church so he's he's really getting on them about this idea of turning over church matters to unbelievers as far as judgment goes okay turning over church matters to unbelievers because we shouldn't be doing that we should be putting them before the church and allowing the church to judge its own. Um, because, and I, I'm not saying at all that we are higher than anybody else or, or better than anybody else. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is that, you know, you, you go to the, the, the um, leadership and of the church or, or they should have gone to the leadership of the church to deal with these things because the leadership of the church knows how to de decipher the scripture, knows how to um, pass judgment on things and not go to the unbelievers or 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 point on unbelievers to judge a church situation because they're not going to have full understanding. okay? Um, it's it's so important. Now, you might say, now, Pastor Josh, now you are saying here that I don't, I shouldn't take, I, I, I shouldn't go to court to settle, settle disputes. Well, if it's between you and another Christian, you should settle that, try to settle that within the church first. Okay. You should try to settle that within the church first. Talk to that person, follow that formula, talk to the person one-on-one. -on -one. If it's still an issue, talk to them again. If it's still an issue, bring it before the body. If it's still an issue and it's not resolved that way, then deal with it. However, the Lord leads you to do. Okay, there is a formula for church members and church and and believers to deal with their disputes. And if we if we usurp that with our own way of thinking, what happens then is paints a bad picture and puts a bad taste in the mouth of those that are not Christians. Okay. But we should be dealing with our own things within the body to start with that formula. Again, you know, uh, you have an issue with a person, you go to that brother and you, and you talk about it. If that person chooses to not uh, conform or not see eye to eye with you or whatever the case, then you take 
two to three witnesses with you and have a conversation. If it still does not change, then you take it before the body. And then there's a, there's a decision made that either that person is restored to the body or that person is exiled away from the body because of their actions or their deeds or, or, or thought patterns or whatever. That's what he's talking about in chapter five. He says, we, we are not to, we are not to be associating or partaking in the sin of others, especially if they're believers, cast them out so that others will not be affected by that debauchery. Okay. So the formula is there. And when we, you usurp that formula as believers, as believers, then we are putting a bad taste and a bad thought pattern in the in the in the face and in the mouth of those that are non-believers. Because one of the things that I would hate is if somebody were to say, Well, if he's a Christian or she's a Christian and she acts or he acts like that, I don't want any part of it. Okay. Romans deals with this in 224. Paul deals with this in the book of Romans. He says that that the word of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you, meaning the believers, because of the way the believers acted, because of the way they did things. The word of the the word of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of their actions, because of their way of doing things. They had they had they had soiled the name of God by their actions, by their way of doing things. And so understand there is a process, there is a formula. That we are to follow and if we don't follow that to the letter then there will be an issue there will be repercussions for that so let's go on he says i speak to your shame that's a pretty strong statement i speak to your shame not your not your righteousness not in the, to your shame it is true that there is not even one wise man among you who shall be able to judge between his brothers. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty harsh. It's pretty harsh. He's he's Paul is really if you read the book of Romans or the book of 1 Corinthians in context. Book of Galatians is this way. If you read them in context, you can feel the frustration in Paul's writings. You can feel his heart. He's saddened. He's frustrated. He might, might be even a tad bit angry. But he is, he, is, he is saying strong, strong words here. He speaks to their shame. There's not anyone among them that can judge among the brothers because they're all corrupt spiritually. They're all bankrupt spiritually. So he's, he's dealing with the core issues here. There's a lot of things that that we have to deal with core issues. I preached a sermon a couple years ago about, about how um, sin is like having an infection. When you have an infection, a bad infection, you, you can get a swollen spleen. You can get a swollen spleen and then it will then cause more issues. If you deal with an infection with very minimal things and, and you're dealing with symptoms like fever and headache 
and things like that with things like ibuprofen or Tylenol and things like that. And you're not dealing with the bacterial infection that would, was causing things to occur in your body. It'll, it'll never, it'll never get better. It'll just continually get worse if it's a bacterial thing. So this is kind of like a bacterial thing Paul is dealing with. He's dealing with the root of the cause. The root of the cause for an infection is, is, or a swollen spleen is an infection. The root of the cause for a fever sometimes is an infection. The root of the cause of a lot of things is, is sometimes an infection. So you have to deal with the infection. So they're infected here with sin. They're infected here with a, with a sin of debauchery that they're allowing into their life. Paul is saying here and said in chapter five, don't hang around with these people that are sexually immoral, because if they're sexually immoral, it's going to bleed off on you. And he's saying how it's going to bleed off, what it's going to look like is you're going to start not, not dealing with things properly, not putting the, the, the proper guidelines into place to continue to do what you're supposed to be doing as believers. And then it's going to bleed over into your lifestyles, the way you the way you react, the way you act, the way you talk, the way you do things. And then pretty soon your word, the Lord's name will be blasphemed among Gentiles because of you, because of me. So we have to understand and be sold on the scripture. We have to be sold on what it talks about and what it is. And we have to follow it. We have to follow it. That's why I always say, how's your Bible reading going for 2022? Are you doing it? Are you doing it? If you're not, get started. Because that's how God's going to speak to you when you have these kinds of situations. God's going to speak to you through a few things. Through the reading of his word, through times of prayer, through other believers. He's going to speak to you through those things. Through things, things happening around you that God might put a spotlight on your life. Through those things. And God, God will begin to minister to you through those things. And God will touch your life if you allow him to. If, you, if you're reading your Bible, if you are praying, if you're going to church or hanging around with other believers and allowing God to minister through them, then you will have a better, um, you'll have a better avenue of getting better than if you didn't, okay? Um, God, God speaks to us through those three things and sometimes circumstances, but he speaks through those three things predominantly through prayer and through word, the word of God, right? And if we are not a person of prayer, we're not going to hear the voice of God. If we're not a person of the word, we're not going to hear the voice of God. If we are not a person that is going to church and, and allowing God to move through your church, you're not going to hear the voice of God. Why? Because God uses those things to speak to his people. And and that that isn't that isn't the only thing that we're to be doing. There are there are other things. When God speaks to you, when God speaks to me, when God through prayer, word, or other people, there where we fall short is in the application. When in, in the application of those things, if God tells you to start, stop, or change something, He could tell you that all day long. And if you're not willing to do that. He, he's going to keep telling you. And pretty soon he's going to say, okay, you want to be, you want to do that? You can go that way. That he talks about that in Romans one. If you want to, if you want to be that way, he's going to leave you to your own desires and your own lusts. He's going to leave you to that and just let you do your thing. He's going to remove your hand. 
But if you if you listen to God and you apply the things in which he says, then and only then will things begin to change. You can't just you God just can't say stop do stop start or change something in your life and you oh do 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 okay I'll do it tomorrow. He says it tomorrow. Okay, I'll do it next week. Pretty soon, God's going to get frustrated and say, "Okay, I'm lifting my hand," and that is going to that will be that's more dangerous than just applying what God said. And but at the moment, the moment we apply the things God says, He's right back with us. That's that's the encouraging thing. The moment he, we we apply those things that God has in our life, maybe he removes his hand from you and you realize, man, I should have listened to God. And you go back to God. He is right there back with you again. He's right there back with you again. And understand, God desires for you and I to, to be with him, to walk with him, to, to share in his presence and his in his will and to be a part of his life and he wants to be a part of your life and that can't happen if you're doing and, and ignoring God even as a even as a believer so many times I see people and, and I've heard people say I've given my life to Christ I can live however I want I'm going to heaven that's not how it works folks that is not how it works I don't care what any any denomination tells you it's what the word tells you it doesn't work that way we have to be a person of the word a person of prayer and a person of repentance and if you're not all three of those things you're none of those things okay understand that you've got to you've got to understand that and 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 know that that's the way it is all right so so let's go on here chapter 6 Verse six, but brother goes to the law, but but brother goes to law against brother and before unbelievers at that. So they're going to against each other, fellow believers going against each other, not bringing it before the church, bringing it before unbelievers. That number one soils the the name of God, soils the scriptures before unbelievers. Um, blaspheme of the word of God is, is the word of God is blaspheme among the Gentiles because of all those things. We must understand that we cannot, we cannot get this process wrong. There, there is a process. There is a process that we've got to, we've got to follow. He goes on verse seven. Now, therefore it is already an utter failure for you that you go to law against one another. It's calling them failures. Do you do you do you hear the frustration in Paul's voice? Do you hear the 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 um, anger? It is failure. It is a failure for you to go against one another. Um, to 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 those that are unbelievers, basically, is what he's saying. He he said, now therefore, it is already an utter failure that you. Go to law against one another. It's another failure to go for for believers to not be able to handle their own situations under the scripture and under the guidelines of scripture. That they find it absolutely uh, necessary to for Christians to for two Christians to go against each other in a court or in a in an unbelieving law situation. That's what he's talking about here. 
And he says, why not rather be defrauded? But you yourselves do wrong and defraud and do this to your brothers. So in other words, just if, if it's not resolved, just do what I said. Just, just, just don't have anything to do with them. But you're defrauding yourself by pushing the issue. And, you know, I mean, if somebody was to do someone wrong, how, how, let's see how I can word this. How important is it to prove that you're right? I mean, really, in the grand scheme of things, how important is it to prove that you're right for things, for things that are, um, you know, arguments and things, how, how, how important is it to you to prove that you're right? I hope it's not very important to you, especially if you're a believer and you're coming against somebody who doesn't believe the way you do or, or has a difference of opinion. How, how important is it to prove you're right? Just go your own way. Just forget about it, right? He says, um, why not be defrauded, but you yourselves do wrong and, and defraud and do this to your brothers. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? So in other words, we are showing them that it's okay to be that way. Okay? There is, there is another way. There's another way of living. You remember those old game shows? I remember, I don't remember the name of the game shows we used to watch, but we used to watch game shows and there was always a door number one or a door number two or a curtain number one, a curtain number two or whatever. Society goes down, goes through door number one or curtain number one, right? The Christians are to show society there is another way. There is a door number two. There's a curtain number two. And if we're not doing that, if we're not showing that, then we might as well be going through door number one. That's what he's saying here. You're not, you're not, you're not doing anything. You're, you're keeping people from inheriting the kingdom of God by your actions, by my actions, by your actions, by their actions. They were keeping people from inheriting the kingdom of God because it was okay for you to be that way in your own eyes. But we are to live differently than that. We are to live differently than, than we, we believe we should. We follow the scripture. We follow God. We follow those, that stuff we follow, right? We should be following God, not, not ignoring the, the, the will of God and the righteousness of God for our own whatever. So he's saying here, don't you know, don't, don't, don't you know they don't inherit the kingdom of God? So in other words, why are you walking this? Why are you doing this? They are, you are, you are walking in the same path they're walking in. You're, 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 you're choosing door number one, not door number two. That's what he's saying here. That's what he's saying here. So understand that's, what's happening that's what's happening he goes on do not be deceived 
here's the here's the application do not be deceived neither the sexual immoral nor idolaters nor adulterers nor male prostitutes nor homosexuals nor thieves nor covetous nor drunkards nor revelers nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of god now i say that because that's what it says but understand he's not saying he is not saying by any means shun these people he is saying don't go down the same path minister to them spread you know teach the word of god to them be loving to them be kind to them but do not partake in their lifestyles as to be continuing going down the same path they're going down because you're not showing them any different one of the things one of the things that jesus told us and taught us was that love was his core issue right love was his core everything he did was because of love he says go ye therefore you'll do greater things he said you'll you'll do greater things because i go to my father right so we are to show the love of christ which word where to where exhibit the mind of christ we're to follow the will of christ do all those things and that means do what jesus did jesus hung around this list of people <laughs> okay he did he didn't shun them where did he go where did he go when he walked the earth did he go to the synagogues and hang out with the with the priests and the and the and and the teachers of the law and the Sarah and the Sadducees and the, and, the, and the Pharisees, no, he didn't hang around with them. He hung around with the common people, the ones that were dealing with these things I just read. He hung around with the where is it at? He hung around with the sexual immoral and idolaters and adulterers and male prostitutes and homosexuals and thieves and covetousness and drunkards and revelers and extortioners. He hung around them. Why? Because he loves them. And therefore we as believers should also show that love. See, one of the things that, that I have found in my life, my personal life, my personal theology, I should say, is that having the mind of Christ means that Yes, we don't have to agree with a person's lifestyle if it goes against Scripture. But we are to love the person behind all of that. Okay? Let's just take, for example, a thief or a homosexual or a male prostitute or whoever you want to put in there. That is an individual. That is a person that God created. That is a person that God loves. That's a person that God wants him uh, to be reconciled with. Right? That is a person God wants to be reconciled with. So we are not to hate the person or shun the person, but we are to show them a different way, a different door, a different curtain, wherever you want to put there a different path, a different trail, whatever. And if we're not showing that to anybody that's an unbeliever, then we're, we might as well go down the same path they're going down because we're going to end up in the same place because we're not doing what God wants us to do. We're not doing it. Amen? We're not doing it. 
We're not doing, we're not following the love of God. We're not following the word of God. We're not following Jesus' teachings. And then he goes on. Now, this, this is so important in verse 11. And this is the last verse that we'll talk about today. But this is so important. He goes on and he talks about all of these things. And then he, he punches him with his words. Such were some of you. Now, he's talking about this list. Some of you were sexually immoral. Some of you were idolaters. Some of you were adulterers. Some of you were male prostitutes. Some of you were homosexuals. Some of you were thieves. Some of you were covetous. Some of you were drunkards. Some of you were revelers. And some of you were extortioners. Some of you were all these things. Such were some of you. But you were washed. Why? Why does he say that? You were washed. You were sanctified and you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of God. So if it's good enough for them being like that, they were being they were like that, right? That's what he's saying. Such were some of you. Some of you were part of this list, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified, not by a simple turnaround that you decided to do, he's saying to them, but it was by the name of the Lord Jesus and the Spirit of God. They had a distinct interaction with Christ. They had a, they had a distinct change and in a, in a, in a, in a, like Paul, you know, Paul had a very big interaction with Christ on the road, on the road to, to Damascus. They had that same kind of interaction. So much so that it changed them, some of them, right? It changed them. It changed the way they thought. It changed their whole life. So Paul is not saying, Paul is not directing, and Jesus would not direct us to steer away from these people, but to share the love of Christ with them. And when we don't, when we don't, when we do the things that God would want us to do not want us to do we don't follow the, the 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 formula i hate using that word but it is it is a formula it is it is a process christian the christian walk is a process of making decisions and walking with god in his word and walking with god through prayer and it is a process and if we're not doing the process and we're doing our own thing and and all those things if we're doing all of that then what happens then is we're just like anybody else. We're not showing a door number two or a curtain number two or, or a different path or a different way of life. We're not showing that. We're just saying it's okay to stay the way you are. Jesus accepts you and accepts me and accepted me and accepts me the way I am, but he's, he loves me too much to not let me stay that way. Okay? He loves me too much not to let me stay that way. That is so important to understand. And we as believers have to love people enough to say, hey, I don't agree. I don't agree, but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna share the love of Christ with you anyway. I'm gonna love you anyway. But I don't agree. I'm gonna show you a different way. I'm gonna show you a different path. I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna walk with you uh down a path that is gonna steer me wrong. I'm gonna try to help you steer in a different direction. Okay, that's all Paul is saying here in this chapter. 
he goes on and uh, he goes on in the next one we'll be doing is glorifying God in your body. So he's he's dealing in this book, and we will will th this is the closing comments and things. But he is dealing in this book with core issues that is causing the church to not thrive. Okay, um, judgment against immorality. There's immorality that was chapter five. And he's and he's talking with them about uh, divisions in the church. Where did where did where did do, do divisions come from? Sinful behavior, right? Not following the process, not doing what God wants you to do. Making leaning on your own understanding and not leaning on God's understanding, right? Those are the things that he's dealing with here. The core issues and everything else that happens is a manifestation of those choices, right? Right, he goes on and he's um, he he reiterates that Christ is the power and wisdom of God, not us. Our wisdom and our power doesn't come from us; it comes from God. And then he says, proclaiming Christ uh, crucified. We have to realize Christ crucified is the reason we're here. His resurrection is the reason we have the promises we have, right? And then the 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 revelation of His Spirit. Fellow servants of God, uh, acknowledging that we are fellow servants, we're not our enemy. Talking about the ministry of the apostles. And then he goes on, judgment of immorality. He's getting to the nitty-gritty. Uh, going before unbelievers for, for settling disputes shouldn't be the case. And then next time we get together, hopefully in the church, we'll be talking about glorifying God in our bodies. And what does that look like, right? And what does that look like? Those are things we need to understand, we need to look at, we need to get into. We need to get into. God is a good God. He loves you. He wants you to be better than you are. He wants me to be better than I am. I'm not perfect. Trust me. I am not perfect one bit. But I will tell you that God is with me and God ministers to me every single day. I find myself on a regular basis uh, repenting for things. Uh, things I might have done, maybe I'm not aware of, or things that I know I've done. Re repenting to God for my behaviors, right? And my thoughts and my actions and the deeds and the, and the actions of my heart. and all. Repenting. Because I want to be better for Christ tomorrow than I am today. Every day, that's my whole prayer. Help me better. Help, help, help me. Help me to be better tomorrow than I am today. Right? Help, help me to be better tomorrow than I am today. So important. So important to understand that. That's all we're talking about here. And when we get to that point, and we surrender to God, and we allow God to minister to us, then and only then do we understand that we are to be showing a different path, a different way, a different road. We're to be showing that to others, giving that to others, giving that opportunity to others to, to take part in that, you know? And it's a, it, it is a process of following Christ, doing what God wants us to do, allowing God to minister to us. That's what it is. It's what it is. God wants you to understand that he loves you, he wants you to, to know that, that you are important to him and that you are loved 
and you're capable of loving others. Sometimes we think, well, I can't love them because they're this way. I can't do that because they're this way. God can give you that kind of love. God can give you that kind of love. And I think, and I've said this from the pulpit before, I believe if God's going to give you a love for somebody, he's going to give you that, he's going to show you how to like them as well. Like who they are as a person. And then you love them as an individual in Christ. Right? So important. So important to understand that. So important to understand that. Well, God bless you today. We're going to close in prayer. Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Lord, help us to do that which you want us to do. Help us to, to minister to others as, Lord, you lead and guide us and direct us. Give us strength today. Give us peace and give us joy. Help us, Lord, to do that which you want us to do. And Lord, I pray you'd minister to us. And, give, and we just give you praise for that. We give you glory. And honor, Lord, and we ask that you touch and bless us today. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to leave you with a blessing today. So may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he turn his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen. So before I go, I just want to leave it open for a minute. Is there any kind of comments or any kind of questions you might have? We're ending a little bit earlier than we normally would normally would end in the building. So if you have any questions or comments or anything like that, I'm going to give you a couple of moments to, to put that out there for me. If you have questions, I will address those questions. Um, if, if you have them or if you have uh, prayer requests you want to lift up, go ahead and do that as well. And we will pray for them and I'll put them on the, uh, the list. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and just sit here for a moment. I'm going to go through my phone and check if there's any other prayer requests. And if you have questions or comments or requests, go ahead and put those there in the comment section. One of the things that I'm going to do here before I let you go is I am going to put up the Discord server site for you. All the videos go there. The prayer requests go there. Um, the calendar will be there as well. So it will all be there. And uh, you can, you can um, go there with it. Let's see. Let me get the. Yes, there is a new section on the Discord server called monthly calendar. And I've got January's up there on that as well. So that is there. The Discord server link will be here also. Okay, so I'll put that in the I'll put that in the uh, comment section.
Oops, it'd help if I knew how to spell. All right, I hope, I hope all, all of you are doing well today. Um, I'm doing pretty good. So just unfortunate we couldn't get make it to the building today. So, but uh, here's the Discord server if you want to take part in that. It is here. And you can then join there. It is on the um, it is on the YouTube channel comments as well as the Clayton United Brethren um, business page on Facebook. Okay, and you can join there and you can um, look at things. All right, the monthly calendar is there. Though um, that is some of the new one of the new things I put on there was the monthly calendar. The videos go there every every time I put a video. The video goes there. Okay. Um, we're up there right now live on Discord as well. Um, but they do go from YouTube to Discord, so you can see them on Discord. And uh, so all, all things are good. So, so go to Discord and um, allow God to minister to you. Amen. Allow God to minister to you and bless you by his spirit. All right, so let's uh, go ahead and I want to leave you um, right now. So God God bless you. God be with you. I pray that you're weak as well. I pray that everything is good for you this week. Pray that the Lord would touch you and bless you by, your Holy, by his Holy Spirit and that you would have an opportunity to share faith, share your faith with him, with those around you whether it be work or at other areas of your life. Amen. So God bless you. God be with you. Thank you for joining us today, this Sunday morning, January 9th, 2022. And next week, hopefully we'll be back in the building, Lord willing, and there's no ice or snow. And we will see you then. God bless. Have a great day.